Good morning, everyone. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam, and you are about town today. It's great to be with you. Thanks for everyone listening. We've got a very, very special program for you today, and one that I know that many of our citizens here in Cornelius and North Mecklenburg are highly interested in. And that is, guess what? We're getting a new hospital, folks. Isn't that great news? It's a project that's near and dear to my heart, and I have truly worked with uh, the folks at Atrium Health to recruit this hospital here to our community and work with them through the certificate of need process. And I am happy to say that this hospital is on the way. Great news for our town. And I'm very fortunate today to have two of the executives from Atrium Health with me. First of all, we have Chris Bowe, who is the an SVP and Chief Operating Officer of the Charlotte Market of Atrium. So welcome, Chris. It's great to have you today. Thanks for taking the time to drive up and be with us. Absolutely. Thanks, Woody. We are so excited to be here, and it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Absolutely, it has. And actually, maybe Chris didn't have too far to come. He lives in Davidson, <laughs> so... Uh, so hopefully he, he got to drive over from home today, but I'm not sure about that. And next we have a gentleman that I have uh, worked with through this process, and it's been my pleasure to work with Bennett Thompson, who is a vice president of real estate at Atrium. So welcome, Bennett. Thank you, Mayor. I'm delighted to be here and uh, glad I got the invitation from Chris to come talk with you guys a little bit today. Well, glad you could join us because our folks and our citizens want to hear your perspective of uh, this great change for health care that Atrium will be bringing to North Mecklenburg County and Cornelius in particular. So this, uh, this process has, as uh, Chris alluded to a minute ago, uh, been a journey for us. It really has. So Chris, let, let me just ask you a little bit about you first. Uh, how long have you been with Atrium and uh, uh, what, what have your roles been there? Well, thanks, thanks, Woody. So, I'm uh, I've been with Atrium for six and a half years now, and I've been in healthcare for over thirty years now, which is amazing. Started out as a physical therapist, so I still have my license. I'm a provider. I I work too hard to get it, so I don't want to give it up. Um, but it really is the core of how I go to work every day. So, thinking about the opportunity for us to impact our patients. Uh, but with Atrium for six and a half years, started out in our central area, which includes our Carolinas Medical Center, our Mercy Hospital, and our Levine Children's Hospital. And then, as you know, I moved up to the north area, which is above uh, 485, and had the chance to work with our teams up here in the north area. Um, so the the if you look at uh, the north area, that would include our Atrium Health Cabarrus Hospital, our University City Hospital, our uh, Stanley Hospital in Albemarle, and our soon-to-come Atrium Health Lake Norman Hospital. And then um, now I'm uh, the Greater Charlotte Market Chief Operating Officer, so I'm responsible for all of our hospital operations uh, across our areas. So right now that includes 13 hospitals. Big job and a lot of responsibility when you when you take uh, health care seriously, and I know the folks at Atrium certainly do that. So... How long have y'all had your eyes on Cornelius and this particular site here for a hospital? Uh, a long time. So this goes back really over 20 years. When you look at the development of the Charlotte market for Atrium Health, which you know you you can you consider the um, uh, 
that uh, Atrium Health is multi-layered now. So really, Atrium Health is the Southeast region of Advocate Health. So we can talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Um, but the, the legacy of Atrium Health was Carolina's healthcare system. And when you look at Carolina's healthcare system and now Atrium Health, uh, we our for all mission has been persistent throughout that entire time. That has led us to really invest deeply into higher level acuity care services, which we have had to create really dense uh, uh, destinations for care, such as Carolina's Medical Center. When you think about trauma, transplant, children, um, brain, spine, heart, that really is a, it's a passion for us that has created a need for us to invest in those spaces. Um, the, uh, when you look at our Lake Norman investment over that time span, Woody, it has not included a hospital, but it has included a tremendous amount of investment in access and spaces, which includes uh, physician practices and offices and programmatic care destinations. So we've been here a long time, but we knew that for us to really meet the needs of this growing population, it had to include a hospital in our future. Working through the certificate of need process in the state of North Carolina takes time, and that, that recognizes the growth of the population, the access to care and sp specific service lines and services. And so all of that culminated over the past five years, and we've really been plowing deeply into how do we bring this to fruition. And our, our partnership with you has persisted through that. And really, uh, we, we have to thank you because you and the, the, the community of Cornelius have been so welcoming. You recognize the need. So it's been a great partnership for us. But the time is now. Well, we've, we've never hesitated for sure. And um, I knew this was right for my hometown. That, that is uh, absolute. Um, it's, it's our turn, and we need quality health care for our residents here. And uh, uh, I'm personally an atrium patient, and, uh, you, you know, the difference you guys have made is, has been very, very significant to me. So uh, it, it makes sense that you have uh, uh, traveled uh, long and hard to get to where we are today. But, Bennett, let me ask you, uh, this uh, location that Atrium has chosen was, was pretty unique, wasn't it? Uh, it, it it's, a, it's a large tract of land, the old cook farm, if you will. I was so delighted to see the cooks, all of the siblings, at the groundbreaking a while back. And that was just, it was just delightful. And uh, I know in my remarks, I couldn't help but uh, um, call them out and, and identify them because uh, they, that was a proud moment for them. They were an all-time farming family that uh, I went to high school with, with a, several of the siblings, and uh, they're just fine people. I knew the parents, went to church with them for really all my life. And um, to see them sit there glowing in pride that this wonderful facility will be on their original farm was incredible. And in addition to that, the property itself traveled through a couple owners before it got to you guys. So I'm not sure how you identified that, but... Uh, uh, I think you probably picked the right site. So after our uh, coming break, I want to come back to you and let me tell you why you think that. Let me get you to tell us why you think that's a great site and, um, and what the overall plan for that particular site is. 
uh, because it isn't going to be just a hospital, is it? It is not going to be just a hospital. So there's a good story behind that, and uh, I think there's higher expectations of it. I also want you to talk about the the transportation, the traffic, and because hospitals do create that, and how we're going to mitigate that. So. Be I'm glad to cover that. I'm looking forward to, to your input on those two things, and it's been, certainly been a pleasure to work with you through this process. Mayor Woody Washam here, and we will be right back with Atrium Hospital. Good morning again. Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam back with you. And we are about town today, traveling down to the new site of Atrium Health of Lake Norman, right here in Cornelius, a, a site and a project that I am so proud of uh, during my time as your mayor. So we were talking about what goes on with that site. What, what are the plans? Uh, what's the site plan of how this thing will look like one day? And I know the hospital is coming on fast, but I'm going to turn to the uh, real estate vice president over at Atrium, Bennett Thompson, guy that I've worked with a lot along the way. And Bennett, tell us tell us a little bit about what we can expect when this site moves along and is moving toward build out. All right. Well, well, this is a great site. It's one we've been very excited about. And you mentioned kind of the history and the heritage of the Cook property. And we've had the privilege of talking with those uh, those family members and learning a little bit about it. And um, and and you know, I think. It's it's unique in the area because it is a large uh, a large tract of undeveloped land, um, kind of right near I seventy seven where people can see um, you know whatever would be developed there where there's great access, and that those are the things that attracted us to that site. So we looked at uh, at visibility. That's a major component for a hospital. People need to know where it is and know how to get there. Um, and then we looked at access. And as you pointed out, we've had a lot of great conversations with you, with um, with uh, the Department of Transportation about their plans for that site and improvements to the circulation of traffic around there, which I think everyone in this area knows can always be improved. Um, and so we're very optimistic about about how that site will um, will you know turn out to be a hospital. And as you pointed out, also it's a hundred acres; it's a big site. And a hospital does not need 100 acres. So we have plans uh, on the south end of that site for our hospital. And on the north end of that site, we are currently working uh, on what's to come there. And we think that that will be a combination of, of different uses, some of which we've talked about. Um, there may be uh, commercial uses, hospitality uses, um, maybe retail, residential. We're working on what that plan looks like, and we'll be working through through uh, Cornelius and all of our friends and partners over there to help flesh that out. But we're excited about what that means, not only for the hospital, but for the community in that area, um, and very excited about the site. So I think well, it's greatly located. It's one of our biggest tracks of commercial-type property left here in Cornelius. We don't have many. But that is certainly a major one and one that we hope we could get right along the way. But traffic and transportation is certainly part of it. And uh, I'll turn to, to uh, Chris Bow on this one. Um, Chris, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, the potential of a new exit 27 uh, there in that vicinity, right at West Milan Road and uh, near Highway 21. Uh, 
We think that's getting close to a reality. And um, uh, I know we've had some conversations about working with Atrium to promote that and to lobby for that. Uh, because I think once you guys get there and get open, uh, a hospital is certainly going to want that kind of access. There's no doubt about it. And as you serve the entirety of North Mecklenburg and South Iredale on this particular hospital. Uh, so how do you feel about that? Let, let me get your input about that uh, interchange of exit 27. And uh, um, we'll, we, we got to come up with a game plan of how we can get that done. That's for sure. Absolutely. We're, you, you know, we're excited about that, Mayor. It's a, when you talk about, Bennett alluded to the need for patients to access care. And when we're building an asset like this, uh, time is care. So we want to make sure that patients can get to us easily. And, and it, um, uh, it, it also is a community need. When you look at the growth of our community and our, and the populations that continue to come into North Mecklenburg, uh, we don't have enough access, and, you know, period. And I think that there is a greater opportunity for the community. Atrium Health wants to be a part of that. Uh, we do have a, a deep investment today in access and road development and making sure that when we put a, a, a facility like this, but not, all, not only the hospital, but really the services that will be the halo impact of a hospital, we want to make sure that a community can fluidly uh, access those. And, and we also understand that it can increase the um, uh, traffic strain on a community. So, you know, we go through a tremendous amount of traffic studies and development with you and the township to ensure that we bear uh, the, our pro, pro rata share of that cost because it really does take tremendous development for us to ensure that our patients are well cared for and not inconvenienced. You know, you don't want to drop a site like this in and not consider the impact. So I know Bennett and his team have spent years on the traffic study uh, to really ascertain what intersections need to be affected, how to uh, stoplights uh, along Statesville Road and the and the uh, the uh, other tributaries around that site how they will be impacted. So we have millions of dollars that will be committed to those works. And then also when you get to the exit, uh, at the end of the day, we have to have it. So we, we felt like that before the pandemic, the uh, North Carolina Department of Transportation had that as a high priority. Uh, the pandemic impacted the North Carolina Department of Transportation just like it did everybody else. And so a, a restructuring of their priorities based on, you know, the impact of their funds uh, has really, I think, set us back a bit. But I think we're all in line with where we see that going. Well, I think we are, too. And uh, a lot of work ahead. But certainly, uh, I'm committed to work with you guys. Um, I feel like we, we've got... Uh, several trips to Raleigh in yeah, our future, yeah. Chris and um, um, Bennett. I mean, it, it really makes sense for us to um, have everyone understanding that this is a significant commercial development for our region. It's an absolutely uh, uh, critical item that will help us throughout our town downloading traffic off of our current congested exit 28. Uh, we need more access there, as if you've ever traveled through Exit 28, and I'm sure you have, both of you, uh, it really is congested, and to have an alternative to that to get on and off the interstate would be 
awesome. It really would. So there's a lot of good reasons other than just this very important hospital coming to that particular site that we need to get this interchange. But, it, but it's going to be tough yeah. because you don't go ask um, the Department of Transportation or the Department of Commerce or any of those kind of uh, governmental entities for $60, $65 million without it having some impact and um, and in need of a, of a lot of political lobby, if you will. But Atrium's got a big paw in, in the, in the um, you know, stack up here, and uh, I don't know that Town of Cornelius could do it alone without your help. So thanks for your commitment on that, and uh, we appreciate the other road work you're doing. You know, Highway 21 is going to get widened. Uh, but you guys are doing a lot of work in the interim for that. I know you're building our uh, basically new intersection at West Milan Road. Isn't that right, Bennett? That is correct. We will be <clears throat> improving the traffic flow through Westmoreland, which I know is a key artery in this area and one that maybe causes some consternation for drivers as they come through there and have to wait. So there'll be some improvements there. Uh, and eventually, when Bailey Road straightens out, um, which is part of a DOT project, we'll have a, a full movement intersection at that sec at that stoplight, or it will be a stoplight, that area too. Yeah, and uh, it will connect into an eventual flyover, which will go over the interstate and land in our North Cross Drive project, which will start, I'm, I'm hoping, within the next year, it'll go under contract. So that's, that's where we're headed. There's a, there's a lot of traffic and transportation remedies coming to our town. And it seems like they're all going to happen pretty much at the same time. So look out, citizens. Um, you've been asking for it, and we are ready to deliver it. And I look forward to uh, being your mayor to steer us through that as well. So uh, other items on the site, Bennett. I was I was going to add one one more comment on the traffic, which is or the or the road infrastructure, which is when the hospital opens. A lot of those improvements you'll see, we'll probably be working on the interchange for a little while. So yes, it'll take us a little bit longer than the hospital. So the hospital will open um, before we would have an interchange there, but it, it will, and um, I, I think that would be reasonable because we won't be able to get that much money that quick. Now, this hospital is going to open pretty soon, and your, your speed of construction here is, is amazing me, and I hope you hit your targets, Chris. What, what are those targets? Yeah, we're looking to be uh, live in mid-25. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. So, you know, that's a pretty, pretty uh, major uh, speed there to build a – what's the, what's the price tag of this particular hospital project? Oh gosh, uh, Woody! It it uh, I want to make sure you know we we have a very accurate number that we apply to the state for the certificate of need, and of course that number continues to grow based on inflationary pressures, uh, construction timelines, and supply chain right now. But we started out with uh, about a hundred and seventy-five million dollar project, including the MOB, the medical office building. Yes. And it, it continues to grow. And when you look at those infrastructure dollars, those, that's a big part of it as well. Right. Well, certainly you, you de deserve to count that. There's no doubt about that. Major investment in the town of Cornelius and a fantastic um, investment in our community. When I think the key point on that, Mayor, just to interrupt is yes. our work's not done. Right. You know, just because we've got this hospital coming we've got work with you and, and the town of Cornelius that's going to persist. So the partnership really needs to be strong, and we have got to continue to hold hands through this process. 
We do. We've we've got a a long trail ahead. That's right. And, uh, uh, you know, the investments you're making in our town right now with your new um, health facility that just opened in the antiquity area. I was just in there yesterday, and it is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, just the state of the art in uh, uh, new offerings with the medical center. So, so anyway, it's been delightful. This is Mayor Woody Washam, and we will be right back after the next break and hear more about Atrium Hospital, Atrium Health, coming to Cornelius. Good morning again, Cornelius and Lake Norman. Mayor Woody Washam here, and we're traveling about town to the new site of Atrium Health of Lake Norman here in the town of Cornelius a site and a project that we are so, so very excited about and so grateful. So, uh, you know, as we as we move forward, I certainly would invite anyone to call in with your questions. Uh, Bill will take your questions here, and you can dial 844-STUDIO-4, 844-STUDIO-4, if you have any questions about this great new project coming to Cornelius in, in any form. We'll try to... Try to get you a, a, a quick answer here on the radio. So um, as we move into actually the construction phase and uh, the uh, completion phase of, of Atrium, tell me tell me a little bit about uh, how long you've really, I know you've been serving our community in uh, many ways, even right now, prior to this hospital coming here. So tell me how that that has been and uh, how that has worked here in our in our region for you. Oh, it's been a fantastic partnership. You know, we continue to grow with the population, and we've seen uh, a, a deep history of our providers in in the area. You know, think about Sanger Heart and Vascular Institute, our our Levine Cancer Institute, our Levine Children's Hospital, and Pediatric Service Line. Uh, the Atrium Health Musculoskeletal Institute and our Atrium Health uh, Neurosciences Institutes, they have all been and are present here. Uh, women's services, my goodness, Woody, when you look at the number of babies that are delivered from this area every year in Atrium Health facilities, it is such a rich history and partnership, and that's why we need to be here physically. Uh, but it goes more, I tell you, what's interesting is where Atrium Health and now Advocate Health is in our recognition of healthcare is far more than what you get as a patient walking in a door to a care location. And it really speaks to our obligation to care for our whole community. And that goes to our recognition of the uh, social drivers of impact of care and health. And uh, when you talk about housing and food security and jobs, we, we really are more so much more than just a health system. It really is a community partner in ensuring that we have a stable foundation for the growth of our communities. Uh, our, our deep, deep investment in community and social impact uh, speaks to our nonprofit status. And that nonprofit status is because every dollar that is generated as revenue or a return on revenue uh, is invested directly back into our communities. So you, know, you see us in very phys uh, physical and visible ways, such as buildings and assets, but um, the, it's a much broader impact, I believe, and one that we we learn more about ourselves every day. We 
Um, uh, one of our strategic goals at the board level right now, Mayor, is eradicating disparities in care and really recognizing that there are true inequities in how care is delivered and accessed by our populations. You know very well that we have a very um, uh, affluent demographic in the in the lakes area, but that also hides uh, par portions of our community that really have disparate access to to care. And Atrium is proud to be deeply invested in that work, and we see it as a legacy uh, opportunity for us. Well, it, it truly is. And um, certainly, Atrium has been a fantastic corporate citizen so far. I know you're at least having conversations with our Community Development Corporation as to how you can help us with this housing crisis that we have. Um, you are um, certainly invested in the Kane Center for the Arts uh, to help uh, individuals and children in this community to broaden their horizons with the arts. And uh, all of those are what makes a community, if you will, and it brings quality of life, which is something that I can certainly relate here being a native um, from, from a many years ago. Um, so thank you for being a wonderful corporate citizen so far, and I know that's going to only grow as you continue to invest here and provide these great services. So we're very grateful to you for that. Um, so as we, as we move forward here over the next uh, few months, we talked about the, the, um, certainly the completion of um, the medical office buildings and uh, the hospital itself. So Bennett, give us, a, give us a little bit of timeline how we can sort of expect that. I know you can't predict the weather and uh, <laughs> uh, the construction timeline to the day, but uh, how, how is this going to roll out over the next period of time? And talk to us about this wonderful new atrium facility that's opened up in our downtown area. Sure. I think what you'll see, and you can already see if you drive past the site, you begin to see the site work happening, um, you know, on our, uh, you can see it from the interstate if you're driving by, you can see that dirt is being moved and, and construction is in, is in process. And I think you'll see that continue over the next, uh, you know, 18 months, as Chris pointed out. And it will start to really begin to feel different and really feel like a campus there. Uh, what I'm also really excited about is I think we're we're close to moving forward on the north end of the property and what that's going to look like. So, you know, once we have a plan for that, we'll we'll have more to share and we'll be working with you and the team on on um, bringing that to fruition. So very excited about that. And then, of course, um, the antiquity site, which is. Uh, been a great addition to our portfolio up here in the market, um, has has done very well and seems to be, you know, very much in the right place, right where commerce is happening, which is where we try to be. Um, so we're excited about that site, too. Well, that's fantastic. You're, you have been a major part, are a major part of uh, our downtown redevelopment, uh, rebuilding downtown Cornelius. And it has come a long way, but it's got a ways to go with some new projects that have uh, really just been voted on and announced by our board. So so great uh, opportunities ahead for downtown redevelopment and that y'all have certainly contributed to. So Chris, you, you noted earlier that um, Atrium Health is now part of a bigger organization and that has come about fairly recently. It's, it's kind of good news for our region, I think. 
uh, from an economic development standpoint, as Charlotte will be the headquarters for this new, um, bigger operation. So tell us how that uh, has happened. And I, I think I heard someone say that uh, Atrium uh, and also Advocate Health with their com combination would be the fifth largest uh, hospital system in the country. Is that correct? We're the third largest not-for-profit health system in the country. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Woody, I appreciate the question. Uh, Carolina's healthcare system became Atrium Health in 2018. Atrium Health then has, over that over the last uh, five years, worked to integrate with systems in Georgia. So we had the Navicent system and the Floyd Health system in Georgia. And then also our Wake Forest School of Medicine and Wake Forest Baptist Health System in Winston-Salem. And those... Uh, those additions were really, uh, they made sense from a geography perspective. And when you look at service opportunity, but it, it really is more than that. Uh, we, through our partnership with Wake Forest School of Medicine and Wake Forest Baptist Health, we really truly became the academic learning health system that we wanted to be. And that's so important today. So as we go about meeting the needs of our population it really is about how are we bringing care from the bench to the bedside. So when we say bench to bedside, that means how are we taking the research that's happening in real time and making it applicable in our care sites. And when you look at our opportunity to partner with the Advocate Aurora system, who is who uh, is based in Chicago, Illinois, so Chicago land is what we call it, and then their Wisconsin market of you know where Milwaukee is the base. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it's been an even better leverage point for us when you think about that opportunity to move bench to bedside and really exponentially uh, enhance the pace of an academic learning health system in all assets. So what we're really excited about, and we've had some people say, well, gosh, that geography doesn't work. Why, you know, why would you do that with a system in the Midwest? And it's so much more than just, um, again, physicality. It's not about size. It's about presence brings the opportunity to spread impact so much more rapidly. And I, you know, I tell you, it's been interesting because first of all, our journey over the past five years has been a successive integration journey. So we continue to learn from each other. Each time we partner with a new team, we, we enhance uh, ourselves and them in a really exponential way. And so the leverage point to join and become ad, uh, advocate health now at this great uh, size provides advantage for our local populations. A material example of that is our investment in the Wake Forest School of Medicine Charlotte campus. So that's under construction at the same time that we have this Atrium Health Lake Norman Hospital coming Absolutely. up. The medical school's coming out of the ground. And the opportunity, Woody, we should talk a little bit about the pipeline, the need for us to expand the pipeline of providers to meet tomorrow's medicine needs in our populations. Absolutely, and um, you know I can't help but believe that um, you know I, I think the Wake Forest School of Medicine will have a major um, presence still in Winston Salem to some degree. Oh, absolutely, and, yes. And uh, also with this new medical school in Charlotte, I can't help but believe that with this new Lake Norman Atrium being right between the two, that we might just have some sort of role in that process. And we, I, we can speak to it. Yeah, absolutely. I like the way you're thinking. Ab <laughs> absolutely. That would just, just certainly make sense. So 
We will uh, be right back. Mayor Woody Washam, about town. And we're back. This is Mayor Woody Washam from Cornelius, and this is the last segment of our show, our great show today with Atrium Health. Uh, we had actually a caller call in and ask us about the diverse uh, medical services that will be offered at this new hospital. So, Chris, I'm going to turn to you and Bennett, if you'd like to kick in and add to that. You can. I think it's an important question, a very good question, and I uh, hope we can square this uh, caller away with a great answer. Absolutely. So the, the reality is we're building a site that will have a smaller chassis to begin with. That, that again, goes back to the state certificate of need process and how they define need at that time. So at that time, it was a, a 36-bed hospital uh, infrastructure that we could build that included some observation spaces that weren't licensed beds, so it'll be it'll be bigger than that. But we have, um, Mayor, we've already recognized during the construction process the growth in the community, and that is forcing us to see a, a vision for a much bigger space. So we believe that over the next uh, three to five years, you're going to see continued growth on the campus. the The exciting thing, though, is that because we're starting with a 36 bed, you know, uh, infrastructure. That really should be considered the front door to the patient's care paradigm. And how, you know, when you think about those uh, those high acuity institutes that I mentioned a minute ago, Levine Cancer, Levine Children's, our Atrium Health Musculoskeletal Institute, Atrium Health Neurosciences Institute, Atrium Health Sanger Heart and Vascular Institute, and our Atrium Health uh, Women's Care Programming, all of those things will be um, provided through that doorway. So it, the living cancer may not be, um, it, you know, built into the hospital from an infrastructure perspective, but a patient's opportunity to access care through that portal is absolutely um, material. And I, uh, let, me, let me make it much simpler. Uh, living cancer will be there for every patient that walks in the door of that emergency department or hospital because it, when you think about cancer care, for instance, it is such a gamut of care that it's very difficult to build a single destination that has everything that any cancer patient would need. The uh, The delivery of oncology services is a far-ranging um, spectrum of services. And when you look at um, our proton uh proton beam therapy destination that we are building in Center City right now, that will be an accessible uh, tool for patients who come through the doorway of our Atrium Health Lake Norman Hospital. So just because we're not building another 30 or $40 million uh, proton beam therapy unit here, it really gets to how are we using these upstream care support services to support every patient in every population? good example is um, our Atrium Health Freestanding Emergency Department here, which we have uh, used as our first entryway to Atrium Health Levine Children's Freestanding Emergency Services. And the, the very real impact that patients feel as they walk in and they have connectivity to uh, upstream pediatric providers in that space, it'll be the same way with this hospital. Well, that um, that is certainly encouraging. And uh there's a lot of portals that you can travel with, and uh, I, I know I've become familiar with that. 
some fortunately and some unfortunately mm-hmm. over the last little while. And uh, it's great to have those access, um, you know, uh, potentially made available to everybody. Yeah, and I, I used a lot of words there, but it, it really you said it so well. And I think it begins with our ability to hear the patient and see the patient and the family and build that relationship in that first interaction. And then we want to make sure that the full spectrum of services from Advocate Health become available to that patient in that space. Exactly. And exactly. You know, I, I would add from a site selection perspective. You know, we kind of look at that. We look at a lot of data, and uh, and I think Chris said this really well. We, we use the data to tell us what, what are the patients telling us in terms, or not just the patients, the people, the population of an area about what they need. And when I think about our expansion with community hospitals, it is about providing that, I think you said, front door into the atrium you know, um, system and all of the care that's provided through that. And it's really about removing barriers for patients to access uh, all levels of care um, in a community. And so I think you said it really well. And, and that's how I, I think about it too. That's, uh, that's fantastic. And, and while we're on, um, the facility question, uh, what happens with the current atrium facilities in and around exit 25? You got some pretty good facilities there as well. And I, I could, uh, Chris chime in as well, but I think, um, you know, those facilities will remain. Um, there may be some adjustment of services over time as the new hospital, uh, comes online and, and the new medical office building there. So just adjustment of where things are provided. But I think Chris alluded to this earlier, you know, we have had a significant presence in the market for a long time. Interesting fact, um, we had a, an acute care hospital in the North Lake Norman market, in the 80s and before that and it was a tuberculosis hospital and that hospital was shut down in the 80s when we built a hospital in university city which is still there and what's interesting to me about that just it's i'm a history buff so i kind of like that but it, it it illustrates how what we're doing is looking at where growth and need in the community are and responding to that so at that time and you may remember this between Davidson and Cornelius and Charlotte, there wasn't as much growth as there is today. And so it wasn't the right place for that facility to be. Um, University City in that quarter was growing. And now, um, you know, this is the right place for it to be. So just a little interesting historical fact for you there. Yeah, we had to take a little little uh, road trip to get here, but we finally, finally did. And the timing couldn't, couldn't be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the future. Uh, this is a hard question to think about the future of medicine, uh, but you know, really, I'm, I'm more interested in the future of medicine in North Mecklenburg. Uh, we've got some changes changes going on with our hospital systems. Some of your competitors, uh, you guys are com- have just committed to this area, very fortunately. So. Uh, are we just going to keep building hospitals and, you know, this certificate of need process is pretty cumbersome in my assessment. I've been traveling with you, Atrium, uh, along the way to get us where we need to go there and we'll continue that journey with you. But uh, talk about the future and, uh, you know, is is it going to require the millions of dollars of infrastructure investment that you you guys have had over over the past you know it, it's not like you can can uh, convert medicine to a little bit of online but uh, you know when you need surgery that's not online you got to go to the hospital so talk talk about the future for me great great question i'll, I'll tell you that 
Advocate Health is deeply invested in this question because it, it means so much to us to understand how can we can meet the needs of the patient in the future. Uh, ideally, it would not be just the continued building of hospital assets. And I can tell you that we have markets inside Advocate Health that the population has enough bedded capacity, so hospital beds per patient, um, and there's no need for us to build more physical hospital spaces in some of those markets. So in that way, Woody, what we're investing in is the virtual access to care. How do we how do we keep patients out of our hospital? How do we realize true value in care for our patients and still deliver services, but also meet them where they are? And we've seen a rapid transition of that uh, through you know through the pandemic and to today with the development of the Atrium Health Hospital at home. So we have patients who can go to an emergency department, recognize that they need inpatient level care, but also receive that care in their home. And it really is a, a deep investment in mobile medicine workforce so that we can meet the patient's needs where they want to be and keep them out of a high cost hospital situation. Charlotte is a little bit different. When you look at greater Charlotte, our population is growing at one of the fastest rates in the nation. And we, you know, I've heard uh, some numbers around that we expect another 400,000 people to come to Charlotte in the next 10 years. So the opportunity for us to meet their need is going to require more uh, buildings. But I would say that in the, in the future, it's going to come down to how do we make sure we're developing the pipeline of providers to meet the needs of the patient where they are, and we're seeing a very rapid transition to patients wanting to access care in their hand, in their phone. It, it's amazing, absolutely, and I'm, I'm loving that as well. But actually, the number that I'm hearing uh, through some resources from the Department of, of Commerce and the City of Charlotte is it's like 113 people, new people coming to Charlotte, moving to Charlotte a day now. It's just an incredible number, and they are going to require health care. I think there's some truth, too, that our population is aging. And as people age, unfortunately, um, needs increase. Uh, I can relate to that. Uh, <laughs> but that's just the, that's just the um, uh, way of life, if you will. So all of that, as it, as it uh, adds together, I think uh, certainly it's wonderful to have an organization coming to my town that can can hang here, if you will, that can that can work with us to provide those services to entire populations, but particularly our our uh, growing older population as well. And and I'd add to, to what Chris said, because uh, I think this is a really interesting topic, that there are things that you probably would have gone to the hospital for 20 years ago that you won't go to the hospital for today. And that's going to be true in 20 years. There are things that you would be in the hospital for today that you can, you know, receive treatment at home. And I think, you know, our hospital at home program is, it's got a huge census, maybe the largest in the country mm -hmm. for patients that are virtual like that. Uh, but I think you'll see that. So the the actual hospital beds will be for patients that are sicker or that have things that can't be done that way. Mm -hmm. Times are changing. Times are changing uh, in every aspect of our life, and particularly the uh, medical services industry is having to change. My banking industry is having to change. Our town is changing. That's the way life, life moves forward. So my special thanks to this wonderful update from um, the... Senior Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the Charlotte Market, Chris Bowe, 
and also from the VP of Real Estate at Atrium Health, Bennett Thompson. It's a wonderful, wonderful day today, and um, wish you the best. And everybody, have a great day in the neighborhood. It's About Town with Mayor Woody Washam, and we will see you next week, folks.